With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clark and Company. Okay, I sleep all night and I work all day. It's the lumberjack song. We got we got Taylor's paying tribute to Taylor today. Taylor's dressed like a lumberjack because it got cold over the weekend, so he went full on winter clothing. And if you don't know what we're talking about, look up Monty Python's lumberjack song, uh, which is playing on my monitor right now. But I'll try to keep the straight face. Is that not the same shirt? He's wearing, is that picture of Michael Palin not the same shirt Taylor's wearing? You, you break the tie. That's it. I'm dressed like the Mounties in yes. the next shot. So today is, not today, but this week we had Pat Boland Day in the city of Denver. And Framed Art, sponsor of Broncos Blast, had the honor of framing for the Boland family for almost 29 years. Denver Mayor Hancock made the proclamation on the front steps of the city and county building. Framed Art. With Brian Hart, 3065 South Broadway, from personal and sports memorabilia to museum-quality fine art, go to the award-winning and well-priced framer. I mean, you can afford this. This is where I go for all of Metro Denver, framed art, 3065 South Broadway. Best time of year to be a sports fan. How about those baseball races? They're fantastic. League Championship Series getting started today. Football, obviously, running full blast. Catch all the action at Stoney's Bar and Grill, 11th and Lincoln, in the heart of downtown, and Stoney's Uptown at 1035 17th Street. Just west of Park Avenue, a combined 88 big screen TVs will show you every game. Sony's Uptown now, the home for Nebraska Cornhusker fans every game. They play at 5.30 tonight. Pre-game, post-game, every game is on Stoney's Bar and Grill and Stoney's Uptown. Check them out. And our Broncos correspondent is next for Broncos Blast. He is Ian St. Clair. Follow him at Ian St. Clair and at Mile High Report. Ian, you called for a fast start yeah, no. last week well, for the Denver Broncos, and you got one. Let me point this out, though, Ian. The Broncos got their first win. You did not. 
you are still over in your predictions. So that proves that whatever I say is going to be the complete opposite exactly. of what the Broncos do on Sundays. <laughs> oh, yes, the prediction game. It's so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Well, uh, we're, we're, I guess the Bronco fans everywhere are now tuning in, hoping you're not picking the Broncos this week again. So, But, hey, you got the fast start. Third quarter, they ran into offensive problems. But uh, you know they uh, you know they, they pulled it out and uh, uh, Broncos look a whole lot better. So I guess the question is, it, I guess I, what I'm hearing everywhere is hope is alive that and and people are putting out scenarios where the Broncos can have a decent season, maybe even go into playoff contention if they can somehow win this week. And what I told Adam Alnadi in our MHR Radio podcast is, let's not get too far ahead of the cart here. I mean, they did win a game. They did look good. But this is still a one in four team. And I know that they're not, when we're going into the Los Angeles Chargers game, we were all saying that they're not, and the Broncos were saying, they're not an 0-4 team. But they're still one in four. So let's start to see some positive trends before we get too far ahead of the cart here. And what I mean by that is, start to build on what they did against the Chargers. Yes, they got their first win, but start building on that. Start becoming a more complete team. Start playing a complete game. When you see the things in the third quarter, especially offensively, that we've seen the last two weeks, start to refine that. Start to put teams away. And I think my key to the game on on Sunday is they've shown that they can get out to quick starts offensively. They can move down the field and they started to put the ball in the end zone. Now, when you get that opportunity to put a team away, put them away. And that's what I mean by starting to develop positive trends. Don't allow teams to stick around. If you get the chance to put them away. And I, I think there are some positive things to see. I'm not taking anything away from the win against the chargers, but Start to develop and build on what you did against the Chargers before we start saying that the season can be saved and they can start making a playoff run with a win over the Titans. Uh, that is you know, most reasonable. Yeah, that, that's, that's very well put. <laughs> very you, unreasonable for a Bronco right. fan, but most reasonable. Very, very. Now, one positive trend I see, and I, you know, I noticed this yet in the, during the game while I'm watching the game. And then yesterday they give they give Andy Janovich a contract extension. He made a big difference in the running game. He really did. Um, that last, the, the, arguably the run that clinched the game was Lindsey ran for, what, 32 yards on a third down or second down and the, the, the uh, drive that produced, produced the last field goal in the fourth quarter. And the, the hole that Janovich just obliterated one of the defensive linemen and opened the hole for Lindsey. I think that's what's been missing, honestly. I think the run game's been okay, but now it's going to be much, it's going to take a step up with Jano as a lead blocker for Lindsay because those two really really play off each other well and I, I think it's kind of like you know Lindsay wants to be the next Terrell Davis he wears a number well maybe Jano's the next Howard Griffith maybe he's that <laughs> guy that can become that kind of weapon uh, man he, he made a big difference in the run game and the Broncos obviously saw that I don't think it's a coincidence that he got a three year contract yesterday and I think what that allows the Broncos offense to do is start to play into Joe Flacco's strengths we have yep. yet to see them test defenses with Flacco's arm and he has the ability to do that. I remember when we were previewing the Ravens game last year, what Joe Flacco is able to do is chuck and pray. He, he, for whatever reason, he has success with those types of plays, and Rich Scangarello hasn't really utilized that up to the first 
through the first five games of the season. And now that the running game is going, you're going to force defenses to either start loading the box or play man defense mm-hmm. on the outside, which is a strength for Emmanuel Sanders. And now Portland Definitely. Sutton, who has really emerged as a guy who can step up and be a number one. He's the guy. If he can, can so, yeah, Sutton, as long as he can continue right. to develop and build. So I think the it, we've, we've all said it throughout the course of uh, the last 25 years of football. If the running game is going, that sets up the whole offense. And the offensive line is definitely built to be better in run blocking than it is in pass blocking. But I think the offensive line has gotten better over the last couple of weeks. So I think it's all just a matter of now just put it all together now. Start utilizing the aspects that we've all seen from the Shanahan offense, which is Scangarello's. Start to hum. Start to, to do those things that we saw in the late 90s when – you had the running game going. You had Elway hitting Rod Smith and then McCaffrey or even Shannon Sharp deep. It's all based off the running game. So as long as that's going and you have Lindsey and Freeman barreling forward and averaging close to four or five yards a carry, you're going to put teams back on their heels, and that's what we need to see on Sunday against the Titans. Well, Sutton is the guy. You say Chuck and Pray Sutton's the guy, Michael, that you can – it up and he's going to go get it. He proved that against the Chargers. Yeah, and he can stretch the field, absolutely. Um, and Sanders, I think, will get back in the mix. I, I do. Let's look at the other side of the ball, because you guys have touched on the other key question here. If Bronco fans are going to have some hope, this team has to be getting better. On defense, moving Purcell inside, moving Shelby Harris, who is not a typical strong nose but a guy who can help you on a defensive line with, uh, you know, pretty good mobility for an inside guy, uh, having uh, using him more creatively, using Purcell instead as your as your uh, stone anchor there, uh, and Alexander Johnson, who I I loved his potential in college. He had a lot of tragedies before him there in terms of destroying any college career he could have had. This guy is as fast sideline to sideline a linebacker. He kind of reminds you of when Danny Trevathan was here. I, I think what the, the two things that I saw um, was Mike Purcell, obviously, you mentioned Michael, and Alexander Johnson. I mean, holy cow, if he's able to continue to play like that, they have found one of the solutions for their middle linebacker problem that they've had since Al Wilson was here. And then you throw in Kareem Jackson, who I think was a huge difference maker, especially in the running game. He was he was all over the field against the Chargers, both in the passing game and in the running game especially. So I think you're starting to see the defensive guys figure out the Fangio system. So now they're getting confident. They've figured out where they need to be and what they have to do. They've gotten the technique. They've gotten the terminology down. Now they know what to do. And I think you're seeing that against the Chargers on Sunday. And if they're able to hold NFL offenses to 35 yards rushing, you're going to win football games because that means that Vaughn Miller and Malik Reed and some of these other guys are going to be able to get after the quarterback, which is what's going to allow the secondary to make plays and create turnovers. So I, I, there, there is a lot of reason to be excited, to be excited about this defense. And, and holy cow, Alexander Johnson, 
if he continues to play like this, this is going to be he can yeah, be a difference loved, maker in this defense. Always loved his potential. Hey, we got about a minute left. I want to make sure we do two things. We get your breakdown and prediction of what happens against the Titans with the Broncos. All of Bronco fandom is ready to go the other way on your pick. And also, <laughs> we want to mention that uh, it is a big day at Mile High Stadium, historic day with Champ Bailey and Pat Bowlen being honored locally for their Hall of Fame induction. Go right ahead. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm picking the Broncos to win this game is because there's going to be so much emotion in the building, in the stadium. I've been in the stadium covering it as when people have been in, when players have been inducted into the ring of fame, and there's just a buzz in the stadium. And that's definitely going to be the case with Champ Bailey, who's one of the most popular players in Broncos history. And, of course, the Hall of Fame rings from Hall of Fame President David Baker getting the rings to the Pat Bowen family and to Champ Bailey. So I think that the team is going to be fired up. They're going to have a lot of emotion, and they're going to want to send Champ Bailey on a good note for his Ring of Fame induction. And I think they're going to build off of what they were able to do against the Chargers, and I think they're going to win 24-13. 24-13. I hope they have more than one ring for the Bowen family because I don't think they'll be able to decide who gets to keep the one ring if there's only one ring. Well, they keep uh, they keep Mariota in the uh, in the pocket, uh, and then uh, everyone will be happy, and uh, there'll be uh, only sunshine honoring Champ Bailey and Pat Bolin inducted into the Hall of Fame. Ian, thank you. We'll recount wins and losses, and read eagerly and listen eagerly to your podcast and everything that happens in Mile High Report. Thank you, Ian. Thanks, guys. See you, Ian. All right, Ram Roundup. Kelly Lyle. Rams win. Rams win last night's game at New Mexico. We go through it next.